We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College is proud to bring you the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters, a fun casual joint. And brought to you statewide by Encova Insurance. And by Adina Health System. Now along with Coach Ryan Day and former OSU All-American Jim Lachey, here's the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. Welcome to this week's show as Ohio State gets ready to go back on the road for the second time this season. And... A big matchup that many were anticipating when the season started. The fifth-ranked Buckeyes 4-0 and 1-0 in Big Ten traveled to Nebraska. The Cornhuskers 3-1. They've won their one-league football game, but coming off an impressive afternoon last Saturday, Jim, against the Miami Redhawks. Yeah, the Buckeyes came out and, uh, you know, obviously started a little bit slow with the safety, and, and then, you know, the defense gave up a field goal to make it 5 nothing. but the Buckeyes responded after that, making it, you know, 14-5, to and then the next thing you know, uh, the, sec- the second quarter took over and 42 points in that second quarter. And, you know, looking through that, looking back, I think the longest drive was, uh, you know, three minutes and 30 seconds. There was four drives that were under a minute, and, you know, another drive just added a minute, so they're very efficient. They kind of turned it on and uh, saw a lot of guys make some plays. Obviously, Justin Fields, I thought, did another outstanding job of uh, commanding the offense. 
Coach Ryan Day, thanks as always for your time. Uh, an explosive second quarter. It had to seem like everything just was uh, all the right buttons being pushed, all the right, uh, the moon and the stars in the right place. Uh, it was uh, quite a period there. Yeah, yeah. Well, anytime you can get short field like you did, uh, you know, with turnovers and things like that, and um, you know, then we were able to hit some quick passes, and it just kind of quickly turned. And when you're playing with tempo, uh, things like that can happen in college football because, you know, when you get a first down, when you get different things, the clock stops. And when you're playing with tempo, uh, you know, that's where I think you see some of those high scores. Coach, uh, you know, going through that second quarter, did you, you know, reviewing that, uh, did, you see, did you see everything you wanted to see? I mean, there were some things, obviously, you saw the defense created turnovers, offense, you scored touchdowns. Was that one a joy to watch in the film room, or did you still find some mistakes, you know, breaking it down? Yeah, we didn't, uh, we didn't spend a lot of time on the film. Uh, you know, there was, some, there was some sloppy play there. There was some good effort and good plays being made, but, um, you know, we, we kind of watched the first half with the ones, and then uh, we got on to Nebraska. And then uh, the twos, you know, the guys who played in the second half stayed and watched the second half while the other guys were working on Nebraska and working with the coordinators. Uh, and then we got right on to Nebraska. So it was a quick, pretty quick turnaround. Kind of the same thing you've talked about in the first four weeks, but getting so many guys in, has that given you more of an idea of what it is that people can do in game situation and, and be able to better administer that in practice also? Yeah, that's the positive of it. The negative is we haven't played uh, 60 minutes yet. We haven't played four quarters. So uh, that's the challenge for our guys is that, uh, you know, we're going to have to go play four quarters. And when is that going to happen? And it's obviously going to happen on Saturday night. Uh, but the good news is that for these four games, we've built some more depth. Uh, we've come a long way with the second and third guys when they come into the game. That first game, it wasn't very good. It got better the second game, better the third, and I thought they played really good last week. I'm sure when I think I read 97 guys got a chance to play. That makes practice on Tuesday, Wednesday very exciting because guys see themselves on film. They want to improve. They want to get better. And you're going to take a great week of preparation. How has it been so far getting ready for the Cornhuskers? It's been good. I thought we had, we had a couple of good days of practice. Uh, not perfect, but but overall good. I, like you said, uh, two things. It's it's good because not a lot of guys had a ton of reps, so they're fresh, and I, and I feel like they're that way. Uh, but then, like you said, you know, there's a lot of guys in there who are working on getting uh, – you know, off of what they saw in film. And a lot of times this time of year, uh, if you're not getting a lot of reps, you, you can almost lose hope as a player. But because these guys have played so much, a lot of guys are involved, like you said. We started asking about the second quarter, but in the first quarter, <laughs> is that where your leadership of guys really helped keep the calm and, and proper perspective that you talked about when you addressed it in your press conferences? Yeah, thing? we've talked about uh, when adversity hits, how we're going to handle that for a while because uh, I think that's really, really important for a team. Uh, and so, you know, that was the first bit of adversity. It was just a little bit. You know, we, we got the safety, and they kind of moved the ball a little bit. So it was good. Nobody panicked. But, um, you know, we're going to face some real adversity Saturday night. And you got to come, you know, look at your coming out offense. You know, when you're backed up like that, what do you want to do? How do you want to react? Plays you want to call, things like that. Uh, you know, obviously when you don't gain yards on that first down, it, it makes things difficult for that second down call. But that's something that you guys can all review as a staff, too, and talk about. And you, can't, you don't know it until it happens. It happened. you got a chance to review it and move forward. That's it. And, and I was trying to be really aggressive coming out of there. And, um, you know, it was a little bit – it was a double move, so a little bit longer developing route. Probably wouldn't call that again. But uh, we still got to do a better job of protection. For each sack the Buckeye defense records this season, Kroger will donate a sack of groceries supporting Kroger's Zero Hunger, Zero Waste plan to end hunger in our communities and eliminate waste in their stores. You can join Kroger's Zero Hunger, Zero Waste team by rounding up at any Kroger register. Saturday, Ohio State's at Nebraska. will be on the air with our AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 6 p.m. More with Coach Day and a weekly show presented by Roosters as we continue from Learfield IMG College.
Hey, Buckeye fans, as the official wing sponsor of your Ohio State Buckeyes, Roosters is giving away 12 trips for two to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Each trip comes complete with airfare, hotel, gift bag, and two lower-level tickets. One bowl prize winner chosen each week, along with other cool Roosters weekly prizes. So register every week at your favorite Roosters or at RoostersWings.com. Roosters, a fun, casual joint, and the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Official contest rules at RoostersWings.com. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encopa provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encopa Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Adena Health System is South Central Ohio's trusted name in healthcare, dedicated to providing you and your family with the best possible care right here in our community. At Adena's new ER in Chillicothe, we're using state-of-the-art technology to change the face of emergency care in the region. It's all part of Adena's mission to provide you with experienced care that's close to family and close to home. Learn more at Adena.org. Adena Health System, here for life. You need a financial partner that understands your business, your industry, and your market. BMO Harris Commercial Banking serves a wide range of middle market businesses in Ohio. From financing solutions to advisory services, our team of local experts will work with you closely to deliver the services and guidance you need when you need it. BMO has deep roots in the Ohio community, so we're committed to helping local businesses grow. BMO Harris Commercial Banking is ready to help your business explore new possibilities. BMO Harris Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Big Lots wants to help you live big and save lots this fall. So right now, you can enter for a chance to win four tickets to one of Ohio State's home football games. To enter, just go to biglots.com slash OSU. Big Lots is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. No purchase necessary. Open to Ohio residents 18 and up. Sweepstakes starts August 19th, 2019 and ends November 11th, 2019. For official rules, go to biglots.com slash OSU. Void where prohibited. Sponsored by Big Lots. Your Ohio State flagship station, The Fan. This is the Ryan Day Show, presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. It's time for the Elk and Elk Injury Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. Well, Jim, just waiting to see the list that's been there for a few weeks to see how they change is going into this weekend. Yeah, I think for Ohio State, obviously, you're looking last week as Robert Landers, Tyreek Smith missed that ball game along with Jonathan Cooper. You know, maybe all those guys would be closer to get ready for playing time here at Nebraska. Isaiah Pryor, Pryor has entered the transfer portal, so he'll be going. And, of course, we'll be following the Nebraska kicker woes uh, as we get closer to game time. Our report brought to you by Elk and Elk, proud sponsors of Ohio State Athletics. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. 
It's time for Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach. So pull up a chair, grab your mug, and enjoy Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach on the Ohio State Sports Network. And our Coffee for the Coach question, Tim Horton's Coffee for the Coach question, comes from Bunny in Leesburg, who asks about preparing for crowd noise that certainly will be at a very high level Saturday night in Nebraska, and what's the hardest part of communicating in that kind of atmosphere? Well, uh, it's, it's very difficult, uh, especially at a place like Nebraska. And I mean, you could be, you know, a foot from somebody screaming at the top of your lungs, and uh, you know, you can't, you can't hear. So uh, it'd be like being on a runway with it, with an airplane going. You, you just can't hear. So, so much of what we do is uh, hand signals and, and nonverbal communication. But uh, still, the quarterback has to be loud when we're checking plays and doing those things. And good crowds understand how that works. So when they see the, you know, the quarterback checking or third down when you're trying to get protection right in the red zone, that's when it's really hard. And so what we do at practice is, well, you know, we we play music typically at practice anyways to get used to that but um on a week like this we'll pump in the crowd noise and turn it up really really loud and what i like you, you know about that i was at practice yesterday is that you turn it down a little bit so you guys can coach you guys between plays oh I mean, yeah it drives kevin wilson nuts yeah. <laughs> screaming and yelling at me yeah. his ears are bleeding and he's yeah. yelling at the, the, the scout team and everything so we'll turn it down in between so they communicate and then we turn it back and i said it's so. very detail oriented i like that uh, because it would it so loud you can't even coach between plays and, and you want to do that yeah, yeah, I think it's called auditory exclusion, and what happens really in that situation <laughs> yeah. is you can lose your mind. You know, yeah. so you put the film on, you see coaches screaming, throwing their hat at people, and everything. So we decided we're going to turn the music down in between uh, plays. Well, and, and, and with that, sorry, Paul. No, and no. With that, you're going to have, uh, you know, obviously a silent count. So your offensive linemen have to kind of look in, you know, look at the ball. And that scary a little bit when one eye is inside and one eye is looking out to defensive end. Uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 difficult. You know, you have to time those things up, and that's why we work on it. You know, and it's something yeah. that isn't just when you go on the road. It's something we try to do all the time. We turn that music up really loud during our tempo period, so that uh, you know we work through those issues during the preseason. Thank you to Bunny and Leesburg for your question, our Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach question. If you've got one for Coach Day, you can go to OhioStateBuckeyes.com and click on the Tim Horton's logo, Tim Horton's Cafe and Bake Shop, the official coffee sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. You mentioned tempo. Uh, Nebraska will run some of that. Will this be just the anticipation, the most tempo that you've seen from an opponent this year possibly? Yeah, we have to be ready for it. They're they're the best. I mean, he comes from, uh, you know, Oregon Tree with, with Chip and, they were the best at it, and they, they played as fast as anybody probably in the history of college football at that point when he was at Oregon, and uh, he did the same thing at UCF, and, and he's doing the same thing in Nebraska. So we have to be ready for that. We have to be able to handle that. Um, you know, it's something we work against our defense. We play with tempo. So uh, it's not something that, um, you know, uh, we'll catch our guys off guard. We're, we're preparing for it. But at the same time, you have to actually do it and get lined up and, and make sure you're ready for it. Now, how often are offenses prepared or how long? Can you go tempo with the same group, three or four plays, depending if you pick up the first? You know, because then the defense can't substitute. If you don't substitute, they can't, correct? That's right. So you can go as fast as you want. But once you send a guy off, then they're going to wait. They, they give them so much time until they make their choice of guys and how they want to react, right? Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. So the key is how many plays do you try to get out of that? At least three, right? At least three. Oh, yeah, at least three. Um, you know, it it kind of depends on the plays, too. I mean, if – if you take a shot on second down and guys are 20, 30 right. yards down the field, you're probably not going to tempo the next play. Um, you know, it's typically, you know, when it's a run or a shorter pass or something like that. But uh, we like to get up at like five or six plays, you know, mm-hmm. at a time, and then we can talk about subbing in. And obviously when people do sub in, they've got to be ready and on point right away, don't they? Yeah, I mean, it still happens fast because even when we bring a guy in off the sideline, we still want to get lined up and call it, and we just wait for the, the referee will stand over the ball, let the defense sub. If the defense doesn't sub, he'll run off there. If the defense does sub, he'll kind of slow it down. So there's still an opportunity to catch a team, and there's a rhythm about it too. Even when we don't call tempo plays, we're still in the huddle, 
and we want to get that tempo and that feeling of hey, it's it's play after play after play. You know, we talk about like waves coming off of, on, onto a beach. You know, you just keep hitting them with those plays, and then after a while, it wears them down. And do you uh, subconsciously, or probably not, but you, you call it left right. You try to you know spread them out a little bit, make that defense work, so to speak. You yeah. know, you want to get them to run in both directions, full pursuit. So using the width of the field a little bit there to tire them out. Not only going past, but you're. You're trying to get things outside, so to speak. Yeah, that's part of it. That's part of it. You know, you, there, there's a balance there. I yeah. mean, you have to call yes, good yes. plays, and, you know, uh, sometimes that sounds good, and then you got to get a first, first down. So the first goal is to get the first, first down. But anytime you can get a defense running sideline to sideline and get, you know, worn down a little bit, that's advantage offense. On the other side, on defense, was that part of the theory of coming up with a bullet position to combat tempo from the opponent? That's a little bit more uh, based on their personnel. You know, having a hybrid, you know, against some spread teams where he can play in the box and, and stop the run, but also can play in the pass, as opposed to maybe a linebacker who uh, is not as good in coverage. Um, and so that that's kind of more of what that is. But but having the flexibility against spread tempo teams to put a bullet in there helps us. Coach, obviously, when you used to talk about Nebraska's offense playing a lot of tempo, uh, it limits your defense. Does it limit their uh, the fronts and things that they can do. Obviously, you know, either you're going to play the nickel and have five guys in there, or you're going to, you know, you can't sub, right? You can't move forward. So, you match up with their personnel when they start that package, and that's that's what you have to go with. Yeah. You, but does it limit a defense a little bit as far as, you know, what you can get into, so to speak? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I think it's very difficult on third down for them to put in their third down packages if you're going fast, right. uh, for sure. Um, you know, there's so much that goes in the, into that and man to man and different things. Um, you know, so you can't get too crazy, but but the good teams, you know, they can still pressure against you know this team that we're playing. I mean, they do a good job on tempo of, of still bringing pressure and uh, getting their calls in fast. Typically, it's a field boundary operation when that happens. Mm-hmm. But uh, but you're right. I mean, there's only so much time, and you have to get the play in fast. And that's you know really important as a coach to understand. There's no there's no bad play if it's on the call sheet. You know, only only bad play is one that comes in late. So right. You got to get it in. You got to get rolling. From the defensive standpoint, uh, you saw last week some guys really step up while you were minus some people and be able to contribute. If you would, talk about some of those guys, most namely Haskell Garrett with the way he played in that game. Yeah, uh, we got we have some good uh, depth there in the defensive line. Uh, Larry does a great job with that, rolling those guys. And, and Haskell played one of his best games. He was co-player of the game uh, and, and graded out a champion, which is great. And um, you know, So we're looking to get some of those guys back this week and play with depth. And, and, again, that's another part of the tempo thing is when you can play depth and you can bring guys in and you can bring line changes in, that helps throughout the game. And Zach Harrison got to play Tyler Friday. Uh, Baptiste all get opportunities out there at defensive end uh, against some young guys, but they're making plays out there. And you got to feel good about that. Uh, you know, Zach Harrison, you know, playing the option, uh, you know, reading it and able to chase about shows how special a type. There's not many guys that can do that athletically, but he was able to do that. Getting some depth in there has been important. Again, when you can play the whole second half, uh, you know, again, valuable time for those young guys on defense to learn. Yeah, and, and they're coming along a little bit faster now because they are playing. And, and so when you're when you're not on the field, there's you know, there's, it's hard to you know progress and develop. But when they're on the field and making mistakes, that's how you learn. And, and the good ones, you know, once they make a mistake, once they get that fixed. And so I think you're seeing their development a lot faster in these these four games. And you look in your defensive tackle room. You got you know Jay Sean. You know he's he's a graduate. Uh, you know Antoine, Robert Landers, fifth year guys. Devon, you know or Davon, uh, uh, fifth year guy. 
you got a lot of experience in there in that group. You know, is that kind of the, the heart of your defense, so to speak? Is, is that those guys in that group with all the experience you have? And then counting, you know, Jonathan Cooper on that defensive line now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, those guys are older guys, and, and there's, there's a lot of guys with experience on the whole defense. Yeah. And uh, that's got to be important for us. You know, veteran guys have to play veteran. And then and also we gotta we got to feel the leadership of those guys. You know, it's one thing to do your job, but it's another thing to start bringing somebody with you. And uh, – and that's that's going to be the challenge here as, as we keep going through the meat of the season. Yeah, because they've been through those games in a row versus Purdue's Iowa's so right. so in the past that you know they're going to have to lead you through it the, the right way and, and it starts up front. That's right, that's right. And, and they still have a chip on their shoulders. Not like just in four games, yeah. all of a sudden they're feeling great about themselves. Yeah. No, we got a long way to go, and um, you know we still got to stay, you know come hungry every day and show up with, look, with something to prove. Really, it's almost in football you got to have amnesia, don't you? You got to forget about what happened last week, all the pats on the back and things, but go out and win that week, and that's all that matters. Yeah, the two things are ignore the noise, and then on Sundays when we get done with our practice, you walk through that door, it's on to the next game, and the last game's gone. So Another of those veteran guys, Jeff Okuda, gets his first interception in his college career, but he's a guy that you've talked before about how he's been a steadying influence on that back end. He has been, yeah. He's uh, very, very talented, and, and I think now you're seeing you know, some of those uh, you know, or the experience that he's had in those first two seasons show up because you know, he's learned about how to play, and, and he's learned from those mistakes, but more importantly, he's really embraced the technique that, that Jeff's teaching, and um, you know, I think he's going to have a great year. He's off to a good start. Seven banks, you know, obviously making a name on special teams, and, and that's big. That's three blocks now. The goal was five, so you're getting closer and closer. Uh, but, you know, he's right, you know, working with Jeff Okuda a lot, seeing what he's done on special teams over the year. Again, you talk about it being contagious and it's spread, and, you know, now he's able to step up and make the play. Yeah, it was it was another team effort again, but but he came off the edge and just, you know, skinnied him the best he could and, and put a hand out there and got his hand on it. And then uh, we almost returned her for a touchdown, but, uh, but we get it, I think, inside the 20-yard line, and then it was a touchdown, and, Again, those are the things that, that flip momentum and flip games. Buckeye fans, AEP Energy is redefining the game with renewable energy plans for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And we'll have more with Coach Day in our weekly show presented by Roosters when we continue from Learfield IMG College. So I bet you've had the same conversation I've had. You've been talking to people and they say, I need to eat better. I just think I'd feel better if I ate better. And it's right about here where someone lays on the excuses. I'm too busy. I'm not a very good cook. Well, I'm here to tell you that there's actually somebody out there who wants to help you eat good and not spend a lot of time in the kitchen no matter how well you know your way around. It's HelloFresh. They're going to give you delicious meals right on your doorstep and they're going to tell you how to cook them. It's super easy. It's super delicious and it's very nutritious. I have a job that's not 8 to 5 months. Through Friday. I work late a couple of nights a week and I work Saturdays. This has been a huge help for us. We're eating good. We're getting out of our dinner rut with chef curated recipes and we're foodies. We like to eat and we like to cook. And for this to hit our standards, that's saying something. HelloFresh made me a believer and they want to make you a believer. And right now, for your first month, you can get $80 off by logging on to HelloFresh.com slash college 80 and entering the code college 80. That's HelloFresh.com slash college 80 and enter the code college 80. It's like getting eight meals for free. You can also get yummy add-ons like garlic bread or cookie dough. No more excuses. Start eating right, and it's all coming to your front door. HelloFresh.com. The Fan. The Fan. Ohio sports destination. Now back to the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Time now for the Ticket to the House Touchdown Replay. Play, play. Presented by Xmark. Fields under center, gets the snap, rolls to his right to throw on the run, fires on the run toward the end zone, caught for six. Chris Olave got open in the right corner of the end zone, 
and hauls in a 13-yard touchdown pass from Justin Fields. It is 34-5 Ohio State. And our Xmark Take It to the House replay brought to you by Xmark Professional Mowing Equipment. Trusted 2-1 to one by top landscape pros over the next best-selling brand of zero-turn mowers. And welcome back to this week's Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters as Ohio State gets ready to head to Lincoln to take on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. We heard that play involving Chris Olave. Uh, he seemingly has been on a roll. Is there something that just has clicked with him, or is it uh, experience, pure talent, and uh, just his confidence? Yeah, I think all, all the above. He's uh, he's a really good player. He just has a good way about him. He's got uh, – you know, he's tough. He works hard. He does a good job in meetings. He, uh, you know, really makes a mistake. He can take a meeting to the field. Uh, really good hand-eye coordination. Tough. You know, he doesn't look strong when you see him because he's pretty lean looking, but he is strong. And he, he plays strong. And, uh, boy, he's, he's on a good run. And a guy that uh, kind of reminds me of, of what Chris did last year because he showed signs and also came up big at the end of the year, Jameson Williams. Uh, just want to send him deep about every play just to scare a defense. He's but, fast. Yeah, I mean, that, that, somebody's got to try to follow him, right? I mean, yeah. so, I mean <laughs> it might not be a day, but he is fast, and he took that little slant route uh, 61 yards to the house. Gunner yeah. Hope's a smart guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he found the right guy. Um, but we knew Jameson was fast. Yeah. You know, that was all documented. What we didn't know was how tough he was, you know, and he's he's shown toughness, and, and that's that's huge for a receiver. I yep. mean, the, the first game he went into, there was two shots. I think he had four snaps. It was, I think, FAU game. He came down, and he, he didn't have the right guy. He didn't even know who he was blocking. But he came down in short motion and absolutely tattooed a linebacker. I mean, laid him out. And we showed it to the team, and the team went wild. The next play, it was an outside run play. He pushed crack on a safety and just, I think he kind of took the, the brunt of the force on that one. But he, he, like, you know, absolutely poured it into the safety. And it just goes to show you that, you know, some guys, the minute they're into a game, you know, like you said, you know, some dogs bite early or puppies, you know, bite when, when, they, when they get in there. And so that, that's what he's doing. I mean, he's really – uh, showing that he has the ability to, to play tough. And that's that's the thing for me that, that surprised me because I thought he was just kind of a fast receiver that was going to take the time, but but he's uh, shown some good things to us. Yeah, there's one thing about track speed, and then there's one thing about football speed. Exactly. And he had both of it. And, you know, and you said if he's got that toughness, that's going to be a package. So is he going to be in some more packages? Yeah, we're going to keep going. <laughs> I mean, I think we, we – Here's the deal again. You know, the, the older receivers, um, you know, they're they're playing kind of in the first half of these four games, so they're right. they're not getting as many targets and things. And, and thank God they're so unselfish. They're great kids, but uh, but I think our older guys are playing good too. So, it, but it's good to have that depth in there. Is that where you're seeing some of the translate to special teams also with what those guys have done with their speed? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and, the, and the more Jameson shows up like that, the more he can help on special teams. You know, it just helps the whole team in general. Another one, Garrett Wilson obviously had a big return in the game. Uh, you know, looked like a, a, another chance, but he's been a guy that's really stepped up. A couple TDs now he seems to make plays yeah he does see I mean, we see that in practice he has uh, unbelievable ball skills and uh, body control and he, he can he can really time up those 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 passes down the field and uh you know how he caught that one i'm not sure but uh, <laughs> but we see those things a lot of times in practice and and again he's learning how to practice and, and the more you practice the, or you know at a high level the better you're going to play in a game another guy that seems to have a knack for those is benjamin victor the one he caught under the goalpost. think back to the one he made at penn state last year if we probably looked at all of his touchdowns they'd all be difficult catches it would seem to the lay people yeah you know he, he same thing with him he's got that giant uh, catch radius when you're a quarterback uh he has, a, I think, a seven-foot wingspan. So if wow. you kind of throw it anywhere in his vicinity, you got a chance. And, uh, and again, when he plays well for us and he makes those big plays, he really helps his offense get rolling. And you talk about the leaders. You know, obviously Austin Mack playing unselfish. K.J. Hill, you know, just does his thing and got the longest touchdown of his career, rewarded with that, a 53-yarder last week. 
and he's like to see it because he's another guy that's just worked hard. He came back for his fifth year. You know, that's a little bit different in today's game, but it's paying off for him early on. Yeah, and these are guys that, uh, you know, they're, they're older guys. They've been around. They've seen it before, and, and the leadership's critical. Uh, but as we start getting into these conference games and they're going to get into the fourth quarter and, you know, we're going to be up against it, uh, they're going to have to step up even more. They're going to have to make contested plays on third down. They have to make contested plays in the, in the red zone. And, it's going to be really important that they make those plays. And so, um, you know, they got to stay hungry, which they have been. They've been practicing really well. I thought I had a really good practice yesterday. So uh, we're going to need those guys, uh, especially this week. Amongst our social media questions, uh, David in Delaware, who asked about the difficulty in spotting a quarterback tendency that may tip of a certain play is going to be a run or a pass. Well, uh, there's a lot that goes with that. Uh, it's typically – the offensive linemen that give away a run pass, really, um, you know, based on their stance, you know, if they want to kind of cheat a little bit to get into a drop or whether they want to, you know, put their weight forward and kind of run off the ball. You know, kind of the quarterback, the cornerback pretty much is just not lined up under center. He's in the shotgun with the same stance. So it's kind of hard to pick up the run pass tendencies there. Um, and, and then now with the RPOs and, and you know, the, the offensive line sometimes is running the run play and then the quarterback is running a throw so or, you know, running a pass. So uh, sometimes it's hard to pick up on those type of things. Uh, there are certain tendencies you can find, um, not always run past, certain, you know, different things in terms of, uh, you know, what they've done, in, you know, on film. Uh, sometimes that holds up, sometimes it doesn't. And you have to be careful with that. You put too much weight into a tendency, you can get yourself jammed up and lose focus on what's important. So uh, we're very careful about that. You know, he's picking up keys. You know, that's what you key for an offensive lineman. Ideally, you like to have one stance, but everybody knows you're going to have a third down stance and mm-hmm. you're going to probably have a fourth and one stance. Uh, but doing that, do you have somebody study your offensive lineman for those same type of keys that they're picking up? You know, maybe just somebody not in the room but another set of eyes can say, hey, you know, this is what you're giving up or this is what you're seeing. Uh, you know, I'm sure Larry Johnson could probably take one look at it and find a few of those, or he might see me even in practice. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think you got to be careful not uh, to overdo it, but for sure we have guys looking at that, watching yeah. the film. Uh, and then also, which is good, is, you know, when you play a non-conference game, um, you know, I like to really talk to the offensive and defensive coordinator afterwards if we can or the head coach and say, hey, what tips did you have on us? And that really can help you. You know, uh, Luke and I had a great conversation after our, our game. You know, what did you see over here? What were you thinking against us? Because we're not going to play against each other for a while. And that, that really helps move forward. You know, one success that uh, the offenses have had against your defense is on short yardage offense is the option. And, you know, obviously you don't see that all the time, but – that's what people have had success. Miami had some success on short yardage with that. Uh, Cincinnati did, I think, early on in that ball game. Obviously, you shut it down as it went, but you know, how, what's the best way to defend that and, and to get it after that for your defense? Yeah, I think it's a couple things there. I think you know, anytime you can string it out and make the quarterback run, that's that's important. And the linebackers have to identify what's going on with that play and, and recognize what they're trying to get. And usually, it's a typical formation. Uh, that, that you can run that play out of. Um, that play that they hit us on is actually a little different than a speed option. The line's actually going one way, making it look like the zone play. The quarterback and running back are given that step like they're running zone, and then they go pitch off the end. Uh, the typical speed option, the line all zones to that way. So it's a little bit of a key breaker, and it's something we just have to get better off on film. Uh, speaking of quarterback play and all of that, if you would, after four games, just kind of give us a general evaluation of Justin Fields and how you feel he's progressed from week to week. Yeah, it's still to be determined. You know, uh, it's hard to tell in some games like this. Uh, I think that uh, he's thrown the ball well overall. He's managing the game well. Still a lot of things to grow off of, but I, I still it's really hard for me to say until we get kind of through maybe that second bye week to really know where we're at with, with, with Justin. But, again, he's still in, you know, this is his fifth game as a starter. Uh, in, and really in the four games, he's only played halves of those games. So still really green that way. And, um, you know, we haven't even seen what we don't know yet. So 
uh, understanding that uh, there's going to be adversity along the way and, and having those conversations with him so when they come up, he's able to kind of draw upon those conversations. It was good to see uh, Chris Chuganoff get in there. Uh, you know, he's 11 or 14 now throwing the football. He's been very accurate. Got a couple touchdowns. We mentioned Gunner got a chance to get in there. He's been very accurate. It's three for three now throwing the football. Uh, you liking how those guys are, you know, again, these are all first-year guys in this system, except for Chugs. This is his second year round. Mm-hmm. Are, are they picking it up at the pace you would like him to see right now? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's hard when you're a backup. Uh, sometimes, you know, you, you always want your opportunity to play, and you got to kind of wait, and you got to prepare like the starter, but you don't always get to, you know, play in the game. And so that's the challenge for those guys is continually uh, prepare like a starter. Uh, but it was good to see those guys get in there. You know, I thought – Chris made some good throws, you know, and, and uh, you know, down the field, uh, the, the play by Garrett, that wasn't a great throw. That was a great play. But a couple other ones I thought was well. And, he, you know, and I thought he, he handled himself well. He kind of ran the team well. It was pretty clean. Um, you know, a couple of weeks before it wasn't as clean. It was guys going off sides. It was kind of a mess. And so, uh, again, you know, more and more games under your belt, more more times on the field helps you. A lot of this a uh, big endorsement of Mike Yersich with what he's done with those guys? No question. No question. You know, Mike – has come in and, and in short order really built that that room up and uh, you know it's it's hard when when you kind of come in as a new coordinator you don't have to learn our language have to and then all new guys you got to build that relationships and and then try to get the offense installed so uh, you know we're off to a good start there yeah I noticed on the offensive line you had three weeks in a row they were all champions this past week there was no champions on the offensive line uh, just lack of reps uh, no no <laughs> no uh, we you know after watching the film you know we could have played better yeah. and. Uh, you know, so you know, we try to make sure it's real. And if you don't grade over 80%, you're not a champion. And, uh, and I thought, you know, Stud really stuck that to that this week, you know. And, and you look at a game like that, it looks lopsided. You say, wait a minute, how's the offensive line right. not grade out? But, but they didn't. And uh, we're going to have to grade out uh, well this week. We were able to see a few balls go to tight ends. That's a group that's had some depth, and you talked a lot about that before the season start. Um, is it help that you have that kind of depth and those guys that can give you different looks on the line and in different settings? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, we, we have some depth there, which helps us. And they all kind of bring a different skill package to the table. That's going to be the next great. question. Yeah, yeah. They all kind of have different things about them. And that's typical of a tight end. You know, typically a tight end is one of three things. They're a really good pass catcher, and they, they just block well enough. They're really good blockers and kind of run routes good enough, or they're kind of a little bit of both, you know, and um, and so I think we have kind of a mixture of all of those guys. You know, I know Luke can do both, but right now he's doing a great job setting the edge, blocking, uh, finishing things, uh, moving his feet, and, you know, that's important in your offense right now. Luke is one of the unsung heroes to me. Yep. You know, he's, he played a lot of snaps last year. Uh, he does a lot of things for us. Uh, very, very smart and, and, you know, as tight ends. They, they have to know everything in the run game. They have to know everything in the pass game. They have to be able to line up on the outside and block in the perimeter. They have to know protections, you know. So there's there's a lot that goes on for a tight end, and Luke can handle it at a high level. Be sure to check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer before every home game this season outside of St. John Arena at Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week will feature a different band performing live on stage two hours before kickoff. Get on board. Visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Go Bucks! Beat Cancer. We'll have more with Coach Day and our weekly show presented by Roosters, and we continue from Learfield IMG College. Ohio State Athletics, in partnership with American Electric Power, Donato's, Kroger, and the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag Buckeyes Care. Please join us in these efforts by visiting OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash Buckeyes Care. And always remember to pay it forward. Every time you close your laptop, a corona gets its line. And every time your to-do list is to do one less thing, a corona gets its line. 
every time you press pause, every time you unwind or lose track of time, a Corona gets its line. And every time your feet are up while the sun goes down, a Corona gets its line. So drop a lime in and find your beach. Please drink responsibly. Corona Extra Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Buckeye fans, check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer two hours before every Ohio State home football game this fall located in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week will feature a different artist or band performing live on stage for game day fans outside of St. John Arena. Check out Ohio State's social media pages for the artist lineup and visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Set sail with Buckeye Greats February 16th through the 21st, 2020 and join us in our fight against cancer. We hope to see you there. Go Bucks and beat cancer. Who can help you score a touchdown with your finances? How about our friends at Credit Union of Ohio? Whether you're looking to buy a new home or make upgrades like a finished basement to watch all the big games, their team of experts will help you get the funds you need. It's a great time to make those renovations you've been dreaming about. Credit Union of Ohio is your local mortgage lender. Learn more about their home loan options at cuofohio.org. That's cuofohio.org. NCUA insured equal housing lender. American spirit. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal windows direct. Right now, buy one window, get one free. And 0% financing for 36 months, plus tickets to an Ohio State football game, courtesy of Universal Windows Direct, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Like me, you'll be saying, I love my windows. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Buckeye football lives here. The fan. This is the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. As the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics, Roosters is giving away 12 trips for two to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Register by visiting your favorite Roosters location or at RoostersWings.com. One trip is awarded each week. See Roosters' website for official rules. Roosters, a fun, casual, joint, and proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And welcome back to this week's show with Coach Ryan Day. As the Buckeyes get ready to go to Nebraska uh, in your weekly press conference Tuesday, you talked at uh, quite a bit of length about Adrian Martinez, the Nebraska quarterback who you recruited, had a very uh, lengthy uh, close relationship with during that process if you would just kind of relive some of that but also talk about what you've seen him do developing as a player on the field yeah i went out to uh to fresno um and and spent some time out there and uh, really got to know his coach and, and and adrian and uh was very very impressed with who he was as a person and off of his junior film uh really did a lot of good things i saw him throw on film at a couple camps but never saw him live and then he had that shoulder injury and so we brought him in on a visit. Uh, I forget exactly what game it was, but he came in with with his dad and uh, really loved his dad and loved his whole story. And he sat, you know, sat there and looks you in the eye, and you could tell he'd be a great leader. Um, and it was just hard because we just didn't know. And uh, you know, I'm I'm really uh, particular about that. When you don't see a quarterback throw live, it's really dangerous. And so 
um, that was really it in the end. Uh, you know, felt like he had a chance to be a really good player, but just wasn't sure. And so, you know, ends up going to Nebraska, and now we're playing against him. So, yeah, it looks yeah. like a quite a wide skill set that he brings out there. Yeah, he does. Yeah, great uh, with his feet. He's really athletic, uh, strong, and uh, and, and he's, he's accurate throwing the football. And I think the more he plays, too, the more he plays the position, the better he's going to be because he, he played as a true freshman last year. That, that's not easy to do, I mean. And so now he's into that second year, he's more comfortable in the, in the system, and he's playing good. And he's got a cast of characters that can help him out. We've seen J.D. Spielman over the years, what he's been able to accomplish, I think, for his career now, 139 receptions, over 2,000 yards. Uh, and then we saw a youngster, Wandale Robinson, really step up. Number one had a big game last year with three or last week with three touchdowns. Uh, when you look at this offense, have you seen it evolve a little bit from where they were a year ago when they came in and scored 31 points against the Buckeyes? Yeah, no, they, uh, they're they they're good, and they got good players. Like you said, all those skilled guys you just mentioned, and, and the two running backs uh, yep. you know, are, as well are good players. So, um, you know, and they, they have some tight ends now. I mean, so they, they, can, they can get into 12, they can get into 11, they play tempo, they do some good things. Um, you know, I thought – Early on, I think, you know, Scott said it in a press conference, they, they got a little uh, schemey early on, and then he's kind of got back to what they did this last couple of weeks, and then they're playing at a high level. How about the view of what you see from him defensively? Uh, a, a good scheme, again. Um, Eric Chenander's a guy that, I, you know, I, I know pretty well, and uh, that scheme, you know, they did uh, when I was at the Eagles. It was the same cr- crowd from Oregon that was there, so a lot of carry over there, and uh, and they bring multiple fronts. They, they like to two-gap a lot and the three-down front, and they get to a four-down front, and and do a good job with that. So that's a little bit different than what we see against our defense. Um, they play some single high. They play man. They play quarters. Um, a lot of a lot of pressure again. You know what else is new? They you know they're bringing field pressure, boundary pressure, internal, uh, just like everybody else in the country. But they're good at it. You know they they understand exactly what's going on. And and the, the players are now two years into the system. They got Davis and Daniel brothers on that defensive line. I mean they average about six four, three twenty. You know with all four of them, and they're all big thick guys up front and. It's going to be a big test for your offensive line to get some movement. You know, we've got we've got those backs to linebacker depth. It's going to be a little bit tougher against this group to get some movement, move it, them around. Yeah, it's going to be. They're they're big and strong. I mean, they're they're powerful guys. They're uh, 320, 330, 340. You know, they're, they're yeah. some big guys, and they're very athletic. I mean, they move. They, they do a good job. And when you're dealing with two gappers, you know, all they, it's not about getting penetration. They just want to get their hands on you, and they want to strike. And then the second thing they want to do is see. So they're just kind of looking in the backfield where you are. Then they throw and go. That's really the, the, the four things that they want to do. And so you have to be able to handle that. You know, you have to carry, you have to stay on your blocks for an extra, you know, two or three seconds than you typically would against a penetrating defense. And so, uh, you know, we've got a challenge there. We've got to move people off the ball. We've got to stay on our blocks, and we've got to roll their pads down. With the common link that both you and Coach Frost have with Coach Kelly, and not that you already don't have a million things to think about, but are you able to consciously see some of the, the Chip Kelly influences as you look at Nebraska and see what they do? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There, there's a lot there. Um, and every year, it, you know, you, you change and you adapt and you do those things. But, but sure, there, there are a lot of things there, uh, just about the way he runs his, his program and the way that, um, you know, they do things on both sides of the ball. You can see some similarities there. You know, you talked about, uh, you know, playing at night, playing crowd noise. Uh, I, it seems like every night game, every Buckeye game on a road, it seems like it's going to be a night game the last couple of years. Have you guys learned, you know, from those experiences? I, I think our Maryland game wasn't a night game, but it seems like about every other one was. Uh, what do you learn from those experiences playing on the road at night? Well, it's it's kind of what we talked about is, you know, you got to bring it every week and that, you know, when you go on the road, you know, and, and Ohio State comes on the road, here here comes – the whole road show and, and here comes game day and here comes you know uh you know everybody on that campus rallying to get a win so 
you know, when, when you consider yourself a heavyweight champ, you've got to bring it every week because someone's trying to knock you out. And uh, this is something we've been carrying since February, talking about what this means. And, uh, you know, there's guys in that room who understand what that means, some other guys who don't. And uh, all you can do is hammer it away and keep talking to the guys and keep teaching 18-, 19-year-old kids what it's going to be like going into that environment and having to get a win. But this is why they recruited you to come to Ohio State, right, for these games. You know, no, no disrespect to Miami, but this for Nebraska on the road, you know, for a, a night game in prime time, this is why those kids came here. This is why you come here to coach is to have opportunities, you know, to play in games like this. It's going to be obviously a huge opportunity for you guys. And I don't think that's a hard message to sell to those guys. No, those guys are kind of show-offs. They like this kind of stuff. So <laughs> <they'll be right. laughs> uh, speaking of show-offs, another media question or a social media question, Jamar and Columbus asked, about open tryouts if you have them what time of year do you have them and generally how many walk-ons end up being kept yeah so i think we have 85 guys on scholarship and uh or you know maybe maybe it's 84 now but uh and then we'll have uh usually about 120 to 125 on the team um so you know the rest of those guys are walk-ons and uh we will have um tryouts usually in the spring if, if if there's something that comes up, you know, when, when um, the first week of uh, school and, and we need some bodies or something comes up, we'll, we'll do a quick tryout there as well. But, uh, you know, a lot of the guys that we um, that we bring in are, are, are preferred walk-ons, guys that, uh, you know, had had chances to go to 1AA schools, some MAC schools who have come here as walk-ons, and they're a huge part of the program. You know, a lot of those guys obviously work hard in practice and then, you know, help the team along. And as you said, the payoff is like last week when, you know, 97 guys got a chance to play in the ball game and, and get out there in the field. You know, I know a lot of guys just saw some, some social media uh, responses from them, just so excited, you know, all the hard work finally paid off, you know, feeling blessed to get that one opportunity to cover a kickoff or, to, you know, to be on a special team or to get a down or two. I mean, that's what it's all about in your mind, right, for those guys to to get that chance. Yeah, I think the first thing they all want to do is they all want to play and they all right. want to be a part of it and, uh, you know, earn a scholarship and be the next C.J. Saunders. You know, I think that's their first goal. But but I think no, they know going into it that that's, that's you know, down the road. The first thing they got to do is they got to embrace their role. And everybody has a role in the team. And uh, nobody's, you know, more important than anybody else. But that's your role and you have to embrace it. And a lot of those guys, it's it's being on that scout team, giving a great look and challenging our guys. And then, uh, and then when they give an opportunity to play in a game last week, it's exciting for them. Did you know that one person could save eight lives, give sight to two, and heal more than 50 people through organ, eye, and tissue donation? Be a Buckeye for Life. Register today as an organ, eye, and tissue donor at lifelineofohio.org. And we'll have more with Coach Day when we continue from Learfield IMG College. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Modus Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encova provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. At the James, we know there's no such thing as routine prostate cancer. That's why we bring together experts from a variety of disciplines to analyze your cancer at the genetic level. This approach results in advanced targeted treatments and minimally invasive surgeries, leading to better outcomes, fewer side effects, 
and more hope. At The James, we go beyond the routine to prevent, detect, treat, and cure your prostate cancer. To learn more, call 1-800-293-5066. I'm Maggie Griffin, and I'm working to end hunger in my community. I saw families with no access to fresh, healthy foods and knew I had to find a solution. At Ohio State, I connected farming and social work to build a solution from the ground up. And now, I deliver nourishing produce to my neighbors who need it most. All of this because I chose to be a Buckeye. Find out more at osu.edu slash stories. Ohio State fans, cheer on your Buckeyes all season long when you shop at Giant Eagle. Score throughout the store with your favorite Buckeyes gear, thousands of weekly sales, double coupons, and the new Fuel Perks Plus, where you get more perks, more places, and more savings. Before your game day party, be sure to load up on snacks, grab some prepared food to go, and pick up a delicious Buckeye cake or treat from our bakery for dessert. Go Buckeyes to Giant Eagle, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye fans, the Ohio State 4-Miler is back on Saturday, October 12th in Ohio Stadium. Join your favorite former Buckeyes, Brutus, and the Spirit Squad for your chance to finish on the 50. Registration is now live for the 4-Miler, Brutus Bolt Kids Race, and the Diamond Cellar VIP Experience at OhioState4Miler.com. A portion of the race proceeds benefit the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. The Ohio State 4-Miler, presented by Kroger, Raising Canes, and the Ohio Beef Council. Visit OhioStateFOURMiler.com for more info, and we'll see you in the shoe hey buckeye fans as the official wing sponsor of your ohio state buckeyes roosters is giving away 12 trips for two to this year's buckeye bowl game each trip comes complete with airfare hotel gift bag and two lower level tickets one bowl prize winner chosen each week along with other cool roosters weekly prizes so register every week at your favorite roosters or at roosterswings.com roosters a fun casual joint and the official wing sponsor of ohio state athletics official contest rules at roosterswings.com the fan, the fan, the fan, Ohio sports destination. Now back to the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Thank you to Hyde Park Steakhouse for providing food for today's Ryan Day Show. You can visit Hyde Park's three Columbus locations in Upper Arlington, downtown, and in Dublin. Hyde Park, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And welcome back to this week's show as Ohio State gets ready to go to Nebraska to beat the Cornhuskers on Saturday night. It's our pleasure to have joining us special teams coordinator and assistant secondary coach Matt Barnes. Thank you, Matt. We appreciate it. And uh, three straight games with block kicks. That's good living, isn't it? Yes, sir. Um, just trying to keep uh, on pace with the way things have been done here in the past. And uh, mentioned the other day that there's been no shortage of block kicks or block punts around here. So happy to keep that tradition rolling. And you obviously know uh, by special team coach we haven't had a return, you know, a punt or kick for a while. And it was getting, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. You get it inside the red zone. And, you know, those things kind of come in bunches. Uh, I know when we had Teddy in here, those things seem to come in a, about every other game or every third game. But it slowed down since then. You just got to keep pounding away at that, right? And big plays will happen. Certainly in the blocks, you're seeing it. You're, you know, you're, you're seeing the results of, of some diagrams. You've drawn them up, and then you see the execution. So that's easy to sell. Now you got to see some of that on some of the return games. When you get opportunities. Absolutely. You know, and um, you're looking for the right pitch to hit. That's a big part of it. Yeah. Um, you won't have a chance to return them all, unfortunately. But, you know, they go kind of hand-in-hand hand well together, um, being able to pressure kicks and punts and um, also being able to return them. Because the longer you can keep those guys in protection, 
the more space or we say the more time and distance you're buying for the returner to have a chance to get one out. Matt, a good thing that in some of these recent games you've had a chance to try a number of different people in some of those return situations. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the thing is we've got so many talented people on our roster and, and guys that are great with the ball in their hands. So where you can get different guys in there and get a look at them, um, you try to do so. But uh, you want to make sure uh, at the very least you always maintain possession of the ball. That's where it starts. Um, but, again, we've got some, some dynamic guys. So where we can get them opportunities, we'll try and do so. Well, the uh, PAT streak finally came to an end. It was a long one uh, over the years. Uh, you just kind of move on. It happened in the t- tough circumstances. You get a little bit of a rainstorm, windy yeah. at the end of the year, but uh, or end of the game. But uh, you just kind of move on from things like that. Nothing you can do. That's right. I'm sure Dom doesn't feel. Yeah, bad. no, I know on. it. Um, but uh, it's just you know, shoot. I guess it had to end at some point. So uh, we'll go Streaks on to the next. To That's right. Right. We got a pretty good streak going right now of uh, block kicks or punts. So we'll try and focus on that one. That was two o three, I think, wasn't it? Was that the final number oh, that we had? I've in got to look again. It was over two o two. I think it might be two o two. I think it was one ninety three coming in, maybe. Or right around there but incredible run there and again that's a you came in uh, you know this year being the first but it was a long run and we never talked about it because we didn't want to break it so finally when we talked about it only when it gets broken <laughs> that's right that's right well that's got to speak to consistency well, with liam, the specialist yeah. doesn't it matt yeah absolutely um and we've got uh, as you mentioned liam mccullough yeah. um drew chrisman is an outstanding holder and by see the sees the work that he does as a punter but he's a first class holder um and blake has been really really consistent there for us and uh, you know a number of other guys through the years you know, talk about uh, Drew's punting. I mean, you know, the inside the 20s, again, he's had a fantastic career here at Ohio State. But just the consistency of that, uh, you know, be ready to go. There's some games you might punt nine times. Uh, there's some games you're two. You just never know until you're called. So you That's always right. have to be ready to go. What, how do they do that? Or, you know, I haven't gotten in the minds of punters and kickers too much, but how, how have, you know, have you analyzed <laughs> well, that? Well, you thing? know, fortunately or unfortunately, that's just kind of the world they live in, you know. Right. Um, and you try to, as best you can, mimic that in practice. Um, you know, they spend a lot of practice time sort of on their own or just doing some assigned drill work, but they, you know, they don't always have as much supervision as, say, maybe, uh, you know, another position group would. So, um, and then you get to the middle of practice or wherever you've selected to hit your kickoff period or your punt or your field goal or wherever it may be, and then they've got to execute and they have limited opportunities uh, in practice just like they would in the game. So you try to mimic that as best you can, um, knowing that it's never going to be perfect. Um, but a guy like Drew, I mean, if you, you know, what he does on the field is just a cross section of how he lives his life. Right. Uh, an iron Buckeye for us. I mean, he's, um, as mentally tough an individual as I've ever been around. And if you would, Matt, kind of relive the thing you talked about uh, earlier this week, how their special team skills can all translate to scrimmage plays as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's something I'm a firm believer in. And, and, um, I think you're always looking for, uh, creative ways to continue to motivate your team, uh, on special teams and why it's so important. Now that, that, like I've said several times, the culture here for special teams is unlike any other. So they sort of, you know, they get the importance of it. Um, and it's not too hard of a sell. But, um, you know, uh, made the uh, analogy the other day that the, the way you would teach a linebacker to blitz um, and beat, beat a blocker in pass protection is the same way that you would teach a kickoff player to beat a blocker on kickoff return. And then conversely, you would say the same thing to the kickoff return blocker. Uh, that what you're asking him to do in pass protection is really the same thing you're asking that guy to do uh, in kickoff return. And, and that's just one analogy um, of how that, you know, how it works on, on, on both sides of the ball and then uh, how you can, how you can drill that and, and continue to develop those skills on special teams. But really, um, you know, it, it's, it goes a lot further than that. And, and you know, actually, I could be here all day talking about the carryover between <laughs> special teams and offense and defense. Fast but. tackles on pump pro right there, right? Taking the pass. That's right. It's absolutely. The same thing. Just got to get a hand absolutely. on it. It's the same That's right. thing. That's right. Coach, obviously, uh, you know, you also help out with the secondary, and it's probably been a fun secondary to work with a lot of depth there, uh, you know, getting these guys ready. 
Absolutely, and it's uh, been an unbelievable learning experience for me to be able to work with Jeff Halfley. Um, my opinion, having been around some great secondary coaches, that he's the best one there is in, in all of football, NFL, college, um, doesn't matter. So that's been a great learning uh, learning opportunity for me. And it's a fun group to coach. You know, it's fun to coach good players, but uh, particularly this group, uh, they're very serious about their craft. You know, you never have to motivate them or rarely have to motivate them. They always want to watch film. Um, they, they take coaching well. They want to be coached hard. You know, they want to be the best they can be. And uh, it's made for a really fun group to coach. Well, thank you for your time, Matt. All the best come Saturday in Nebraska. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you having me. Saturday, the Buckeyes are at Nebraska. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show at 6 p.m. The Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters has been brought to you statewide by Encova Insurance and by Adina Health System. For Skip Mossick, Ted Holbrook, Jim Lachey, Coach Ryan Day, and Coach Matt Barnes, this is Paul Keels. Thanks for listening to the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.